You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies, gentlemen, and every other gender that might be out there. I'm Roger B. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and this is Locked and Loaded. And don't want to leave out any genders. And let me tell you, there has never been a time where it is more important to be locked and loaded than there is right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. With everything going on, people are shooting people. People are throwing <laughs> Molotov cocktails at police cars. People are threatening to go to suburban neighborhoods to start looting the quote-unquote white people's houses to get what they deserve. Oh, my gosh. Now, more than ever, you have to be your own first responder. You have to protect your family because no one else is going to do it, apparently. The police can hardly protect themselves. They can't protect store owners. They can't protect businesses. They can't protect people in the streets in major cities. It's up to you to provide protection for for your family. Well, if ever, ever. And look, I I don't fear Roger for the for the people in red states like us. I Not fear mostly for the people in blue states who are going to have to defend themselves with spitballs. I know. Uh, yeah, it's like you know, in places where you cannot have a weapon or it's very difficult to get one. Mm-hmm. But yet these looters are managing to find weapons, bricks. Molotov cocktails, whatever it takes. They don't care. Yep. Well, and the targeting cop. I mean, the, the police oh, yeah. officer in Las Vegas was shot in the head. Right, in the back of the head that, while he was a, wrestling with a suspect. Yeah. And a couple other cops were shot in their cars while they were there. And I, I looked over. There's a site called Law Enforcement Today, and they run down. Probably There was probably six or seven different police officers shot and killed over the course of the last few days. That's crazy. They're being targeted. It, it, it's open season on police officers now. And who's... Faults that. Uh, I mean, I you know I won't even get into that because. Well, you're going to blame it on the politicians who don't care. (laughs) Well, it's a trap. I mean, it's it's awful. It's just like what we were talking about in my show. It's it's uh, it's lawlessness. It's it's ridiculous to have uh, uh, elected officials who stand by and allow this to happen. And it's just. But again, you know, that's when you got goals, (laughs) you got goals. Right, but now this is this is the crazy part. There's more confirmed police reports of groups going around in residential neighborhoods taking photos of homes and houses that have police cars in their driveways. Wow. They're going out trying to deliberately find these people and target them, their families, their homes. Well, you know what? I'm not going to have any sympathy when these uh when these homes, neighbors, cops unload. Let's hope the neighbors are with these with these officers who live there. You know that would be. I would have a feeling it would be because you know you got a police officer in your neighborhood. You tend to want to be their friend. Right, right. And there's there was a story a cop got separated from his group, and there were armed anti-protesters who protected him until he was able to get back with his yeah. his unit or with his with his well, you friends. Know, that's a good point because the, there have been some good. Let's just say there have been peaceful protesters who have stepped in and tried to stop Antifa and some of these rioters. So there are some good people out there. Right, right. And it's, you know, and it's your right to protest. It's your First Amendment right to protest, peacefully. right to assemble peaceably. peacefully. Yes. And ask the government for, our, what is it, uh, for, to address them with grievances. Yes, that's part of your constitutional rights. You have that right. You can do that. Not a problem. That's right. But when you start destroying things, damaging people's properties, killing people, all of a sudden your message is gone. You start shooting people in the back of the head during a protest. That's not a peaceful protest. 
And unfortunately, these mayors and governors are just letting these protesters, they want to handle them with a light hand. They don't want to have any serious repercussions for any of these people. So what's their motivation to stop? Well, you've got uh, politicians in these blue states who are afraid to insult these rioters and and these uh, Antifa. And I mean, it's, it's pretty sad. Now, I just saw something. I haven't confirmed it yet, but I just saw a little note that um, apparently, where did that go? I'm going to bring it up real quick. Uh, There it is. D.C. prosecutors announced they're dropping all charges against arrested looters in Washington, D.C., all of them. You know, I would... (laughs) So basically, all these people that were burning, destroying, are now back on the... They're back out on the street doing whatever they want to do. I, you know what? There needs to be some citizens or maybe the attorney general who needs to bring bring a civil case against them because they, they can't, yeah, and they it can't might get help. out of that. But, you know, they're being funded by people who, are be, who they don't even realize. They're being manipulated. They're yeah. being controlled with strings, and they have no idea. That's true. You know, and then I saw another story. Reddit, the site Reddit, was allowing... Antifa and basically terrorist groups to organize on their site. Hmm. So they were allowing people to make arrangements to go protest and go destroy things, burn things, tear things apart. And how is your message? I mean, Martin Luther King never burned a building. He never robbed a store. No, he didn't. And yet his message is still one of the strongest messages against racism that has ever been heard. You know, there there are people out there that are trying to uh, invoke MLK's name in support of riots, and they're taking him out of context, and it's it's an awful thing to do. Uh, MLK would have never stood by and and promoted uh, burning buildings. He would have never promoted looting and stealing. And, and but of course, of with looting and stealing comes people protecting. What's theirs? Hmm. It's like, I just got... Well, the question needs to be asked. When will people start pushing back? Because we've, we've had a week of this, and we haven't seen a lot of uh, business well, owners. okay, I just uh, got uh, handed a story. You've got some good stories. By the legend Dave. <laughs> in Philadelphia, armed burglary suspect was shot and killed trying to rob a gun store by the owner of the gun store. Well, poetic justice. Yes. I mean, you know, you go try and rob somebody who owns a gun store. First of all, that seems like a bad idea. (laughs) You know, of all the people you want to rob, a guy who owns a gun store would not be the guy I would go after first. I know criminals are dumb, (laughs) but what possesses you to go, ooh, there's a gun store. Let me go rob that one. And if you ever, and if you saw a car parked in front, you might go, well, you know, maybe this guy's home. Let me knock first. (laughs) At least find out if somebody's there. You would think that even a criminal would have some little voice in his head going, you know, the owner of a gun store just might have a gun. <laughs> or doesn't. Or doesn't. <laughs> you know, the the sad part about this is, and it's a scary part, too, the three of us are sitting here locked and loaded. Mm-hmm. And, yes, um, we are. You know... Which we all have our license and, Mm -hmm. you know, so forth and so on. We're all legal. And I'm sure that the gun store owner had many licenses. Oh, sure, yes. But the point is, we can't let this happen. We can't, you know, we become as bad as the bad guys when we start, um, you know, and and if somebody was trying to burn down my house, damn right I'm going to shoot them. But at the same token, then the bad guys are winning, you know. And right. If they force you to violence, then yeah. 
and it's and You're pushing the point. You know, my my feeling personally is that I'm with Trump. Let's call out the damn military and see who's toughened. Oh wait, you I know, got, I got that story. And well, uh, you know, yeah. as, as uh, if we can go so far, but if they start going into suburbs, mm-hmm. or they start going after malls that are in suburbs or around suburbs, then yeah. And I've been amazed at some of the people that have protected Target stores. I think they're yeah. fantastic. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah there but have been people well, out there that are... We can't go yeah. to martial law or, you know... Well, uh, uh, the, we, uh, we can go to martial law, but we can't go to civilian law is what I meant to say. Right. You don't want to have a bunch of vigilantes trying to enforce law. They exactly. shouldn't have to. Well, they you shouldn't gotta, have to. you got to ask yourself, are, is there a movement maybe among the Democrat socialists to allow the escalation to get so high where they know a civil war is going to break out? Because that's what they're going to call it. If if you come into to suburbs, especially in red states, where people like us are going to defend our homes, we're going to defend our families, we're going to defend our property, uh, they're going to blame. They're going to call it a civil war, which is going to be ridiculous. But um, but it, it makes you wonder why. There's got to be a call. The reason that these Democrats are willing to to almost encourage what's happening. And uh, and and David, I, I agree with you. Uh, and Roger, I agree that. Uh, President Trump standing strong and being a leader and saying, if you won't protect your people, I will. Because he does have the Insurrection Act of 1807, which was last used by Bush number one, when, if you remember the L.A. riots with the, with uh, Rodney King. He can use the Insurrection Act of 1807, which will allow him to give temporary, the military temporary right to arrest. And if that has to happen, then I would hate it to happen, but if it has to, it has to. When I just got this story here, federal riot teams have been officially deployed to multiple cities. So Trump is calling out federal yeah, all the guards, riot teams. Yep. They've been dispatched to two cities as Trump administration gears up to shut down the riots that have taken place across the country. He's instructed thousands and thousands of soldiers and police to quell the violence in Washington, D.C. Attorney General William Barr has ordered Federal Bureau of Prisons to send riot teams to Miami and Washington, D.C. That's according to NPR. FBI will also deploy hostage rescue teams to assist in controlling riots that have taken place in Washington, D.C. So, okay, there's people who are there. He's stepping up. He's going to send out these people. He's he says, I swore an oath to uphold the laws of our nation. And that is exactly what I will do. He said in the Rose Garden last night. I am your president of law and order and an ally of peaceful protesters. But a number of state and local governments fail to take necessary action to safeguard their residents, which is true. Mm-hmm. I don't think these people realize that your governors, your mayors, your city councilmen, whoever they are, are not taking the proper steps to protect you. The people who live there who are not protesting, who are not violent. Now, I, I agree you have the right to protest. That's fine. However, peacefully. If you find yourself in a protest that's becoming violent mm-hmm. or people start doing violent acts, it's your it's your duty in, to it, leave. It's in your best judgment to yeah, get out of there and not leave. be caught up in yeah, it because exactly. that's just going to cause you a lot of pain and agony that you probably don't need. The, yeah. other, the other thing I'd like to throw in is, and this is the bad side of it, is that I'm very concerned that we'll have another Ohio situation where somebody pushes a guardsman or an active duty 
<laughs> Kent State. Kent State, exactly. And uh, you know, and then that just that just adds to the frustration and adds to the problem that we already have. I had much rather, and this would scare the whatever out of most people, is that the first sergeant or platoon leader affixed bayonets. Yeah, that's right. Go ahead. Get too close. <laughs> yeah. yeah Impale ahead. yourself. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> uh, get within six feet of social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> I dare you. <laughs> you know, it's funny how social distancing does not apply to looters and rioters. Uh, apparently no. not. But yet these governors and mayors are willing to put people in jail for going to church because there are too many people in one place, but yet they're not willing to put the looters and rioters in jail for violating the six-foot rule. How does that happen? You know, I, uh, I talked to a doctor today, and... Um, Coronavirus is not over with, and he and I were talking, or he was talking about the fact that uh, he unfortunately thinks that we're going to have a dismal second round of it because of, possible. of the riders. Oh, and, maybe, uh, yeah. You know, just what you said about them being close together, and uh, <laughs> you know, maybe they'll maybe they'll all die. Of, coronavirus i don't want that but you know the the point of the story is you're right there and you couldn't break them up if you wanted to i still like and i i told uh victor yesterday sandy bostic our agent in charge told me the story of how russia handles this and um, <laughs> did I tell you? No, but I know how they handle things. Okay, well, have that they, uh, if you had if you had a group of rioters, they have a special riot police force in Moscow, and they have all the same plastic armor right and all here. of this stuff, and they they have batons, and they there's a movie if like the Romans did. When they, they have the meanest of the mean at point, and then the two next meanest and three next and next and next, and they start marching towards the group in a V-shape, and they start beating the batons on the on their right. shields. <laughs> Here's and your you, warning. You hear it, you know, echoing throughout Moscow, and... Uh, it's amazing how fast the uh, demonstrators. Well, Sandy was telling me I haven't seen it, but Sandy was telling me that it's amazing how they hear that and they hear the beating of the batons on the in sync. But they know that they these guys are going to have free reign to pretty much do whatever you want if yep. you come close to them. Yep. Listen, they don't have civil rights the way they do here in the United States. Nope, and they you they will disperse. Yes. <laughs> yep. So. But anyway, that's just, I mean, but Trump said he's going to, okay, he says he's dispatching thousands and thousands of heavily armed soldiers, military personnel, and law enforcement to stop the rioting, looting, vandalism, assaults, and wanton destruction of property. So he, I mean, he stood in the church, St. John's Episcopal Church, which was founded in 1816. He's been there almost every president since then has stood, Mm -hmm. sat, or worshipped in that church church. and they tried to burn it down Mm -hmm. they caught it on fire and it was burning so you know what I I understood too the fire trucks couldn't get through the crowd to get to it they couldn't yep they they blocked they blocked the fire trucks from trying to get somewhere yeah you know what would happen if I was driving that fire truck be a lot of scraping to do when you get there (laughs) scraping off the uh, the protester residue yeah exactly (laughs) 
Oh, no. Yeah, that's – but, I mean, so Trump's – he's stepping up. He's not going to let this happen the way it did in Los Angeles. I mean, he's going to try and stop that. And Obama just let all the protests happen. Oh, my God. He was thinking it was always oh, their right to protest like that. They burn cities to the ground. And the crazy thing is these people are protesting for more rights, for freedom, from oppression, from racism. And all they're doing is pushing the government to get more and more control and pushing us closer and closer to tyranny. They don't realize that's what they're doing because they're being manipulated by people who are in control. I also saw something. I don't know if this was true or not, but several people were posting pictures of pallets of bricks being left in various parking lots in big cities. And not only that, they're leaving cars that are loaded with um, Molotov cocktails and uh, other such things. And these guys don't realize they're being manipulated here. They're giving you the stuff so they make you do what they want you to do. And this this is the other thing. And as far as I'm concerned, if anybody gets hurt or killed, it's all premeditated. And uh, it's very well, as they pointed out, it's very well organized and orchestrated in every city. And how do you know which pink car you should go to and get the bricks out of information is available and it's being posted on certain websites that allow that like the the reddit site was one where they said they were allowing these terrorists to freely communicate and get information back and forth without any restriction most of the other social media sites will try and shut that down i hear facebook has been kind of lax right now during during this time probably because most of their employees are out protesting so when they get back they may start cracking down on some of that but it's just this is going to be something now hopefully they won't get outside of the big cities or if you live in a big city hopefully you can be prepared for this you can be prepared to defend yourself you have a way to do that because i would hate to think that if i was in a city with my family and i didn't have a way to defend myself i would feel extremely vulnerable right now i would probably try and find someplace else to go i would probably allow my home to be evacuated in order to be somewhere else because you know they can steal whatever they want they can destroy whatever they want but your life is going to be the most important thing you know the other thing that i don't i've heard a little bit of mention about this and i don't mean to be stealing your show but Mm. um you know we've already we're already in an economic disaster with the pandemic but what these idiots don't understand is when they destroy a drugstore or a grocery store or this or that or whatever, that just adds fuel to the ridiculous situation that we're in as it is. The economy is going right. to... I don't know how you you add tank to tank, but... <laughs> Well, they're also destroying stuff in their own neighborhoods. Oh, yeah. So that drugstore is not going to rebuild there. They're going to go, you know, it's too dangerous. We're not going to do that. In fact, MARTA in Atlanta has shut down Atlanta city services right now. They're still running some of the outlying areas, but a lot of the Atlanta trains are being shut down because people vandalized some of the train stations. That's what I started to say, too. It's killing tourism. Who the hell's going to come to Atlanta and go downtown and be subject to a riot, or to Detroit, or any place else, right? Or Philadelphia well. to see the Liberty Bell. <laughs> see that? You know, that's the kind of stuff that makes me more angry. Is when they're taking they're taking stuff away from me. I don't care what happens to them, quite honestly. Right. That's uh, up to them. They can fight themselves into a corner and let them get killed. That's yep. fine. But when they start taking and and tearing down statues. 
and doing other uh, malicious stuff to my property that well, I as pay a for as right. a taxpayer. And, uh, you know, I I think like you said, Victor, or, or we talked about, mm-hmm. we're on the brink of a civil war. It's not going to be north and south. It's going to be... No, it's not. It's going to be... I want to protect my family and uh, the thugs. Yeah. I, I mean, it's uh, – and again, I mentioned it before, and Roger, I know we've talked about this. In fact, I think you just mentioned it a little while ago. These thugs and these these riots, these these idiot people are being paid. They're funded. Uh, and, and you need only look, look up one name, George Soros. Because he funds a lot of this stuff. And let's remember, George Soros, in his youth, was an SS officer in the <laughs> Nazi military. Yes, he was. That is not that, that a made-up story. That is a right. fact. There are photos. Well, you can find that. He funny. was a Nazi. It's funny you mention that, Roger, because um, I told people, I asked my listeners to go look him up. And I didn't give them information because I didn't want them to think that I was making stuff up. I wanted them to go look it up for themselves. And you're absolutely right. He was a, not just a member of the Nazi regime. He was a an officer, and there are plenty of pictures. I mean, we, we're not yeah. making it up. And, there. and, and, yet, and informant. Yes, yes. He was a well, bad guy. Because he's, he'll tell you he's a Jewish. He'll tell you he's a Jew. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, well, but this guy, you know, I mean, I understand he was, stuff. he was trying to survive, but anyone who went that high in that regime oh, it has went, beliefs in what they're doing. It went beyond survival because there was a point where he could have easily left all of that. Right. And, and all of his actions now. I mean, look, David, to your point, there, there, there is a truck found in amongst the rioters in Ohio that had bats and bricks and rocks in it. It didn't just show up. I mean, it yeah. was put there. Um, there were pallets of bricks in other cities near where the rioters are going to be. There was cans of gasoline. There's fire accelerant. This is not stuff that these... these this randomly appears. Right. This going to randomly <laughs> appear. And when you've got... Let's look at these... these most of these rioters and these these I, I'm going to be nice. These people that are out there are of the age of they're not if they have any money, and some of them do, but they're not going to go spend their own money to get these things. These things are being provided for them, or they'll steal them, or they'll steal them. <laughs> yes, that's that's what apparently a lot of people are doing. Because like stealing a big screen TV is one surefire way <laughs> to get justice for somebody who was killed. Yeah. Uh, now, granted, make make no mistake. What's his name? Floyd, who died? Yeah, George. He was killed. He was killed. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yes, there are autopsy reports. He had fentanyl in his system. He had meth in his system, sure. But he probably would not have died if he didn't have somebody's knee crushing down on his throat till he couldn't breathe anymore. Uh, it may have ex- He may have died anyway, but this accelerated the situation, made it worse, and there's no way you can tell me that was not a contributing factor. The only thing I will say to it is that it, it they can't say it was... Or I can't believe it was premeditated. I don't think the cop drove there saying I'm going to kill somebody. No, At the same I don't think token, so. the other the autopsy paid for by the family has said he died of a massive heart attack. And, right. But that you know premeditated but that can be by pushed the, by stress. Yeah, sure. Or a, a knee in your throat. Yeah. Uh, but you know, there's nothing like we talked yesterday, Victor. Mm. Two wrongs don't make a right. Exactly. And. Uh, it's not the, the the cop had no excuse for any of that. Nor did the three or four other cops that were standing there. Why didn't they pull him off? 
Yeah, and, saying, okay, uh, enough, enough. Get off yeah. him. Put, well, sit know, him up. Let him sit against the car. I, I, I don't even know what he was being stopped for. Someone told me it was check fraud or something. No, no, he was no, trying they thought to he had a counterfeit. Counterfeit. They thought he 20. had a counterfeit. I don't know if it was verified that he had a counterfeit twenty, but that was the whole thing. And and so they killed I, I a man mean, for a counterfeit twenty dollar bill, possibly. Right. It's it sounds <laughs> awful. It really does. It does. Um, <laughs> now I did have a listener point out that. Is it possible that the cops that were standing around that didn't respond, that didn't remove this officer's knee or didn't say, hey, get your knee off, did they think he wasn't using too much force? I don't know. I can't get into their heads, and I'm not going to try and yeah, guess what they were Yeah, and they were, were probably thinking. paying attention to the other people but, around them yeah. who were agitating, who were getting well, you, there, trying you to look at the interject. Video, there were cops that were standing right there looking at him. And uh, to me, I don't think I could have stood there without saying, hey, come on. Enough. Let's, let's, let's sit him up. Yeah. The guy he's, was restrained. He wasn't He's going, done. Yeah. Know, don't and, sit uh, there and lean on him. So I, I, I don't know. I don't know. But but that's you it know was, that's, it, it was out of hand. It shouldn't have got that far. Yeah, and and from what I understand, the cop had had several complaints against him prior, and probably should not have been in uniform anymore. Mm-hmm. He had had a, yeah. you know other charges, other complaints, other now, issues that he should have the, been the, answered for him and the, pushed out of service yeah, before that. The fear I have now is that cops are going to be so scared to react that they're going to lose their lives because these these bat. Look at the guy who went up and shot the cop in the back of the head in Vegas. So there are going to be people that are approaching cops. Cops are going to be afraid to pull people over. I mean, it's they're going to be slow to react because they don't want to be accused of killing, and they're going to die. I mean, this is this is just this has the recipe of just pure awfulness. And if we don't get a grip on it, uh, it's going to lead to nothing but but more death. Well, also you got police officers. The best the best police officers are only going to do it if they feel like their community supports them. Yeah. The community doesn't support them. They're not going to want to do the job. They're going to go get a job doing something else. You They'll know, do private security somewhere. You know, I've, I have said this as far as our military goes, and that is that we shouldn't have a representative that hadn't served in the military. By the same token, I did it when I was in my early 20s, and that's one of the reasons I have a heck of an appreciation for what a cop does. Every police department that I know of, if you sign a waiver, will let you ride with a cop. Oh, that's and uh, I would suggest everybody should do it. Uh, it'll scare the, your pants off at times. Just riding with them and going into a situation, even if you're going to be sitting in the car, go. You know, just going it, into something unknown like that, not knowing oh, what's going on. Go yes. into a warehouse that's dark. And there's a, there's an open window into the warehouse, and so you have to go in. You don't have your, you don't have a dog with you or anything else. You have to go in and see what's on the inside. How many people want to put? And I, you know, I don't want to pull up beside you or or pull you over on on eighty five and go up to your window. Right. You know, it's it's the old it's the old Indian American Indian saying of. Until you've walked a mile in my moxicans, how do you know what, what what we're talking about? Right, and, you don't uh, know until you've been there. I would love everybody to heed what I'm saying and contact your local police department. And what would I have to do to ride with a, a to cop do a ride along? Night? Yeah, I that think would, that that would put an end to a lot of, you know. Well, yeah, but this is not about right and wrong. It's, this is about people who have an agenda beyond this. Oh, and another question I had, and uh, I, I've asked several of my uh, veteran friends, 
You reckon I would love to know in all of these riots in the different towns and cities or whatever, how many in those crowds are veterans? Hmm. Probably not very many, I would imagine. Maybe a few. Maybe a few. Yeah, you probably maybe, got some. Maybe. I mean, there's there's John Kerry's out there. There are. Well, <laughs> there's, on, they, they there's only one percent of the nation <laughs> that has ever served anyway. Right, and that's right. all. And, and so you and figure the, the John Kerry's that are out there don't have the uh, testicular cojones? fortitude, yeah. <laughs> right? Cojones <laughs> to uh, go put up a fight anywhere. Bolitos de queso. <laughs> but but uh, you know it would be amazing to to see, and it and it's a shame because if you took most of the people that are doing the rioting had they had military service they wouldn't be there they, they you know you learn discipline you learn the the importance of the flag i when i see somebody burning a flag as far as i'm concerned they just signed their death sentence um I don't know about that, but they certainly lost respect I, uh, of a lot of people by doing that. I, you know, David, I feel very strongly. You know, whenever if I saw somebody burn, I wear a. Let me put it this way: <laughs> I wear a patch on my motorcycle jacket that says "Try burning this one," <laughs> and I and I am serious about that. And if I saw someone burning one, I would go save the flag. I'm not saying I would use deadly force or anything against the person doing it, but if they took a swing at me, I might put them down and take the flag. <laughs> uh, I'm going to protect myself, but I would. I would peacefully go get the flag. I think you should just and, put the uh, flag out with as much water as you could muster uh, right, as quickly and, as possible. Right, a big old water can. <laughs> uh, but I do. I, I wear a patch, and it says, try burning this one. Yeah, And uh, it's got the American flag right there, and, and I mean it. But I just wonder if these people realize the tyranny they're invoking by having the government come in and try and take control of all these mm-hmm. cities, pushing curfews and martial law. Don't they realize it's going to affect them as well? Hmm. Or do they well, just not realize what they're doing? You, you think know, the, their puppet masters are doing this because they're the ones who want to take control of everything. They think the freedom-loving people are fascists somehow. And yeah. that them, themselves... But the fascists are unfascist. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's asinine. Well, Joe, just like Victor said on his show a minute ago, is that what is the reason, and you hit it right on the head, the reason is to divide and what's the first thing you learn in the military divide, divide and, conquer. and conquer and yep. that's what the uh, leftists are trying to do right and i uh, you know i don't care how tough how strong how potent trump comes out against the rioters i don't care if he brings out the well he's talking about bringing out the 82nd airborne mm. and um you know, I don't want to mess with him. <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah. yeah, he's going to bring out armed. He's going to bring out the National Guard under if, if he has to. I mean, oh, he's already uh, he's deploying them he's in DC deploying, already. Well, in DC, DC's a mess. Yeah, um, look, you've got people in DC right now who want to kill Trump. I'm sorry, but that's what if they could get. Yeah, they through, want to storm the War- White if House. They could storm the White House. They would. Their objective would be to kill him and remove him, and that. Everyone should be alarmed at that. Um, I, I there have been plenty of presidents that I haven't agreed with, but I wouldn't want them harmed. Right. Oh, I want the ballot box to do the work. <laughs> do you remember the question for Mr. B? Uh oh. Oh, I, questions. I didn't study. Oh, uh, he didn't. I don't remember. You don't remember. Us. Okay. Refresh my memory. Okay. We got we got the uh, limousine, the president's limousine in the front. Oh, I do and, remember. <laughs> well, hell, I just, just gave it to you. Jay, now he remembers. What but do you go think? ahead, please. Now you're a hero. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Just call so me we, John Kerry and give me a medal. No, go ahead. Just call me the legend, uh, for short. Uh, 
anyway, you got the uh, the uh, SUV behind them, generally a uh, GMC, right? And the guy in the back of the SUV is called a trunk monkey. And is that the hey, one that hey, handles uh, what's the uh, what is the armament that he, he has? has that's a, saw, a Gatlin. Like yes. the Gatlin gun that uh, they pop through the. Well, they also oh, have, yeah. <laughs> uh, they also have the uh, where the top will pop and the thing. I'm not sure which SUV it is, but it'll actually come up. It's a it's second a, one. It's, it's a, a minigun or something. Yeah, it's a, a minigun of some sort. I just what would you think it is? It could be a, a minigun. M134. M134. It could be it. Is that on a truck? That's, a, that's or, it's usually mounted, yes. Mounted. Yeah, like Only a, Schwarzenegger like a, has like handled a, one. <laughs> like a Gatling gun, basically, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, I mean, it's a minigun. It's, what, what, uh, yeah, what caliber is it? Uh, they're three oh eight. although oh. they have a new one out that's five five six. so it's a smaller hmm. caliber. Wow. So and this, uh, that thing would be... It would be difficult to use that in an urban situation because oh, it fires oh. 3,000 rounds per minute, 60 rounds a, or 50 rounds Ooh, a second. A second. <laughs> That's a lot of stray but, bullets if you don't know exactly where your target yes. is. But you got to figure where they go and where he is sometimes. They they would need that overwhelming firepower. They usually just have a guy in the back of the SUV yeah. who uses that back window Ooh. as a as an access point. He yeah. has a, usually a saw or some sort of belt-fed weapon back there. It's pretty impressive. Yeah. And they call him a trunk monkey. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's his. That's his, that's his actual. Uh, Don't tell title. the Democrats that because they'll call you a racist. No, not racist. He doesn't <laughs> no, have to be any certain color. He doesn't and, have to be a real monkey. And let me tell you, the Secret <laughs> Service men that have been back there have been all different kinds of creeds. That's right. Every nationality, every color, they don't care. It's a, they get it's, to be the trunk monkey, and they know what they're called. It's a term of endearment. There are secret agents that want to be. Yes, they uh, want the to be trunk, a trunk monkey. trunk monkey. <laughs> I myself wouldn't mind being one. Uh, and I get to handle a weapon like that, I would gladly be a trunk monkey. That's right. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but a couple of weeks ago I talked about a story where a Pennsylvania school board member threatened to shoot people if they approached her without a mask on. Mm. I don't know if you remember that. She said, anybody who gets within six feet of me and my family, I will shoot them because that's a threat to me and my family. Oh, sure. So it's it like, whoa. So here she does an unveiled threat to shoot mm-hmm. people that they got it's within. A terroristic threat. Yep. And she tried to apologize for this, saying she was just trying to make a point, blah, blah, blah. Turns out she was forced to resign from her position. Yay. Yeah. Thank goodness. Cause You're listening to justice. Oh, are we, are we coming up on a break? Uh, I was just going to, well, this station ID. What I was going to do isn't doing right. You're listening to America's Web Radio. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you were, but anyway. But yeah. (laughs) My applause monkey didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) You remember the little monkey in the. Oh, I used to have one. (laughs) Yep. I thought you were one. Uh, Well, well, my parents would have told you I was. They made the mistake themselves. They got me a drum set. It was over yeah. when that But this happened. lady, apparently, the backlash was too great. She couldn't live it down, so she was forced to retire. And even in her apology, though, she blamed everybody else but herself for, for being in this situation where she threatened people. Hmm. So, you know, that's just, it's just typical entitlement mentality. I'm entitled to shoot people who come close to me. And her husband had to resign Entire. as a chief... Uh, the chief public defender of the county also. Wow. 
uh, Snyder County Chief Public Defender. That was her husband, and he w- he resigned also. He sent out a resignation immediately after that happened. I mean, she pretty much submarine their entire family. Yes, he did. <laughs> they turned out to be the cowards well, of the cowards. Whenever you threaten people to shoot them because yeah, they approach you without a mask on, not I mean, a good thing to do. <laughs> if your mask works, what do you care about anybody else's mask? Hmm. You know, if they exactly. work, and if masks well, work, if mask work, <laughs> how come they have to close the businesses down? <laughs> exactly. If masks work so well, why do we shut down the economy? If they don't work, why the hell are we wearing them? If they don't work, <laughs> why are we wearing them? So again, well, uh, the terrorists aren't. Well, yeah. no. Hey, the again, looters have it easy this time. They can wear masks can, and claim it's and for their claim help. It's for their yeah. help. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there were some div- Democrat politicians that were handing out masks to some of these uh, protesters and rioters and stuff. So just ridiculous. Well, AOC, I believe, uh, came out with the fact that she would let them use her website. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, yeah. Of course she would. The bartender's going to give up her website to let yeah. somebody use it for civil unrest. Great. Yeah, that's spectacular. Let's help people <sighs> riot, loot, burn, vandalize, and commit arson. Yeah, that's a good idea. Let, let's in, let's Let's enable them <laughs> yeah <laughs> god well she, she probably doesn't own anything if you oh, think about god. it she probably doesn't own a place to live she doesn't have a family she doesn't have kids but she's trying to tell everybody how to lead their lives i mean i'll tell everybody how to lead their lives i'm just telling you how to defend your life if you need to yep carry a gun <laughs> carry. that's right know how to use it step number one know how to yeah. use it before you even carry it right exactly that's more important I would. You keep up with this stuff, Roger. I would I be curious. Well, the statistics and uh, of gun use and so forth. I I hate to see this lead to more problems on road rage. Uh, you know, on and on and on. And I don't see an end to it. That uh, it could get so far out of hand that, uh, you know, I'm not sure landing a C-130 on I-85 is going to stop it, you know? Yeah, well, Al, that's that's what people are afraid of. If it gets too far out of hand, it's going to be get, get past the point of being able to be stopped. That's the thing. And people who are law-abiding are going to be the ones who suffer the most, especially in states where they cannot provide for their own protection. You know, in states where they can, like in Texas and Georgia and Carolinas and states where guns are appreciated, people learn how to use them, they're just going, oh, they want to come to the suburbs, huh? Well, we'll be ready when they get here. <laughs> you know, the one story I'm waiting to hear is you, you mentioned Texas, my home state, and the story about what the Texas Rangers did. I don't know. I mean, there. I haven't love heard the it. But rumor we need has to deploy it. the Texas Rangers to some of these cities. That's right. <laughs> well, Texas should just loan them out. To they the should. Lo- I, I. That would be a great program, and they should be led by none other than Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris. <laughs> is he still? Is he still walking? He is. Oh, oh yeah. He is. He's. You know, the other day, Death I, was I, afraid I, to tell him it was I, time. That's right. I think Death came knocking on the door, and he turned around and looked at him, and Death went, well, "I'll come back." <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And, and, Oops. And Wrong so, house. Right. And, uh, you know, oh, my bad. Uh, if you've ever heard Death say, my bad, they did when they looked at Chuck Norris in the face. You know, the other night I saw, I watched, again, I can't help it every time it's on, I have to watch it as The Expendables. Oh, yeah. Number two with Chuck Norris is in that one. And uh, it just, it brings very much joy to me. But that, 
That's what needs to happen, David. Let's send out the Texas Rangers. Or we're going to send out Deru from America's oh, Web Radio. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, yeah. that would work, too. Our Peace. own personal kung fu master. He, he would do everything for peace first. Yes. That's right. But I wouldn't want to see the carnage if you didn't give him peace. <laughs> That's right. Oh, you have your control. Man. You have your compassion. Oh, but you also I, have ability and who skill. Who am I kidding? I would like to see that. In fact, I'd back him up. <laughs> Oh my! Oh, and yes. we'll always try for peace first. Yes, always. I mean, like I said, that in that, that's been that's been my motto no. since I was in college. <laughs> yeah, peace first. Peace that's first. right. Yeah. You know, when I was in college, yeah, peace first, love first. Well, I'll do it all, but uh, don't just don't push me to that. To, don't, don't push me to the me point me of violence. I'm not a violent person. Don't make me turn into Chuck Norris. I will resist as long as I possibly can to resort yeah. to violence. But if Absolutely. pushed far enough. I have not forgotten how to be violent. (laughs) Like I said, I'll pick up the burning flag and I'll walk away with it to put it out. Just don't follow me. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Absolutely. But it's funny because now, again, gun stores are going crazy because everybody feels now they need a gun. So there it is. Oh, I think, boy, I mean, we've just had record, record after record after record ever since Obama was elected with gun sales. I think we're about to come up on another record of gun sales. Well, it's all Trump's fault. Oh, it's fault. already there, yeah. It's all Trump's yeah. fault. Well, of course. Well, he's trying to beat Obama's he's record for gun sales. <laughs> he's trying. Trump wants to be the gunsman of the year, gun salesman of the year, and take that away from Obama. That's right, because Obama has held the record for record number of gun sales in a single in a day single or a single day, weekend. A single yeah, he's weekend. held that. And for the whole year, he's held that, yep. too. But he might uh, he might lose that position. Trump's working on it, though. Well, <laughs> he's trying not to, but it's, it's happening. Yeah. I saw one gun store claim they normally have, like, 22. 200 guns in stock, and they're down to half of that. Huh. And they just wow. can't get replacements. Go America. Oh, now here's an interesting story. I just got sent this by, uh, by, the, by the sergeant. He was saying that apparently there was a private security guard who recovered two police weapons from rioters in Seattle. Now, I wonder, I don't know if they took them from police officers, or maybe they were inadvertently provided somehow? (laughs) Hmm. Brandy Cruz, journalist whose private security guard grabbed up two Seattle PD PD weapons. Hmm. Huh. There you go. So you wonder, if they're getting weapons from police departments, are they actually stealing them, or are they finding them somewhere? Finding them. I think they're finding them in police cars and taking them. That's possible, too. They could be stealing them. Because they're they're looting the police cars and burning them. But if they're... If there's cars just sitting there abandoned with bricks and guns and everything else in them, who knows? Wow. But, you know, we'll see. But now, I have to get to one more quick story before we go any further. This happened, where did this happen? I'm trying to say, in New York City. Well, in New York City. What? Anything could happen. Now, this was actually in Chicago where it happened. Yeah. They actually sent armed police officers to a church to try and shut it down because they had people gathering inside. Oh, well, of course. I mean, a tyrannical go- Democrat governor will put you in jail if you go to church. But if you want to burn a church down, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and apparently they had their door locked, and they didn't bust the door in. Mm. But the city put up no parking signs all around their parking lot in this church, trying to keep people from congregating, trying to violate their First Amendment rights. Wow. You know, I understand mm. we were under a lockdown, and... You can try and prevent people from doing 
things that you don't think are right. You but can you know what? Encourage them, but you can. If you can get 110 people into a CVS or a Walmart or any other store on a daily basis, I think basis. you could probably squeeze 25 or 50 people into a church built for 300 and probably still be social distancing. Probably be okay. You know, and but he says, I mean, one well, of the one of the one of the pastors said it was like a Soviet-style KGB armed police came to the door. Well, once again, if mask worked. Then what's the problem? That's right. If they don't work, why the hell are we wearing them? Exactly. Why do we shut down? (laughs) Logic is just so detrimental to all these uh, these ideological ideological things they're throwing at us. They just they can't make them work. You start questioning them, and then everything just falls apart. But you know, we'll see. I mean, uh, it's it's funny because they in New York they had people who were going to bars and getting takeout drinks, and then hanging out outside the bars drinking it. But instead of arresting these people, they tried to launch a a campaign going, take out, don't hang out. <laughs> oh, boy. So in New York, they, I believe they also had the pray, but don't stay campaign. You know, trying, you can go pray, but don't stay there. You know, go sit in the parking lot or something. Go do something social, socially distanced. But in Chicago, they decided this was not enough, so they were going to take it upon themselves to violate these people's First Amendment rights in the name of this pandemic and try and shut down these churches. I mean, now they didn't bust the doors in. That's one thing the the, the, the minister said. He goes, they, they did everything short of busting the doors down. They locked the doors because there's so much gun violence in Chicago. They feel like it was safer just to have the door locked anyway while they had parishioners inside. But the police were knocking at the door trying to get in to shut them down. They were armed police officers. Who do they think is going to be in the church? But I wonder now, if it was some other place of worship, would they be so quick to bust in on them? I don't know if it was, say, a mosque or something like that. Would they be so quick to bust in on them and shut them down? I don't know. I mean, maybe. Maybe. It's entirely possible. I don't honestly know. Roger, I I would sort of like for you to uh, respond to this. Uh, Uh Uh-oh. But... No, no. I, I, I was, you know, we we were talking about this and and the spread of Antifa and the spread of the violence into potentially suburbs, and I think, you know, and I'm guilty of I barely know my next door neighbor. The only neighbor I know casually, well, I have two neighbors that I know fairly, not well, but know well enough to call. And um, but I I would suggest at this point that you get to know your neighbor. We don't even have a neighbor association. association. Oh, and uh, but I would suggest as you're taking your afternoon walk or whatever, get to know your neighbor and find the neighbor that will cover you and you will cover them. Right. Provide and, safety uh, in numbers. Right. And if something. And a notification system. We do have that. We do have a, a, a fairly decent. Uh, oh, that's good. Yeah, uh, we have an email system email where I live. System. Yeah, yeah. But uh, now my neighbors were having cookouts during the lockdown, so you know you can see yeah, where yeah. we stand with that that's stuff. That's right. <laughs> no, and I think that's good. But you know, get to know your neighbors and talk to them and see how they feel and and uh, you know if something and develop does a plan happen. if you have to. Yeah. I mean, be prepared. In fact, uh, if you're worrying about weapons and want to find some easy instructions on weapons, uh, Mr. B here has uh, volunteered to come out to your 
You're I have. <laughs> what? No, Wait, what? <laughs> Don't you remember that? I don't Absolutely. volunteer for anything. <laughs> and uh, volunteered to come out and show you how to handle weapons. How to handle a weapon. <laughs> and give you instructions for a small on fee. All that. Just, just call Roger or email Roger at americaswebradio.com and, <laughs> and he'll set up an appointment. Let me say for, for the your... record, I am not a certified instructor of any type. No, however, but however, you know who is. There are hundreds of people who are. Yes. And one of them by the name of? Harold Lanier. Harold Lanier. Creedmoor Academy. <laughs> And we've had another one on. My friend Shannon, she works at Georgia Gun Club. She's a certified instructor as well. That's right, yeah. yeah. We've lots of... Any gun range within within spitting distance of your home probably has certified instructors there. I'd be willing to bet. If they don't, they could find you one. Well, you may not be, but you're pretty good with guns. You don't have to... I know a little bit. (laughs) I know just enough to be dangerous. Oh. That's my problem. (laughs) But Roger would come out to your subdivision. Don't worry yes. about that, folks. Just ask him, and he'll be glad to volunteer his time to... No, but if you have any instructors out there who would like to provide this service, I ask you, email us, gm at americasradio.com, and see about getting web, your name web out radio. there. America's americaswebradio.com. gm at americaswebradio.com. Get your name to him. Set up a program. Let's get your name out there to all these people listening. You know, let's get your name out there. Let's let people start calling you. Let's get your phone ringing so you can start training people to be more responsible gun owners. Because I know right now there are people who don't know where to go. They don't know where to look. They don't know how to find somebody. So let's get out there. Put your name out there. We'll set you up a great deal. We'll set you up. You'll be able to advertise on Locked and Loaded and any other show that we have, if you like. So people, when they hear me talk about training, they'll hear your name first. GM at americaswebradio.com. You got it. There we go. Yeah. I have to give the plug there, yes, (laughs) because we need people to train people. That's That's very important. That's right. Okay, so we heard about the Philadelphia guy who shot the attempted burglar. And apparently he, the attempted burglar, pulled his gun on him, pointed it at him, and the store owner shot him once in the head. So <laughs> You're a pretty good shot. He collapsed and dropped the weapon. So the threat was done. <laughs> and I imagine if he had any accomplices with him, they probably saw that turn tail and ran the other way. And now that's something, you know, you realize with all this looting and burning and stuff going on, you have to realize what state you're in, what approach or what view they take of defending yourself because different states have different rules some states you're allowed to shoot anybody if they break into your house period for any reason whatsoever they don't even have to be armed if they break into your house they're violating your privacy you're they're violating your safe zone and they're and you're entitled to defend yourself other states you have to be threatened with bodily harm before you're allowed to shoot back which, you know, how do you know when that is? Do they have to point a gun at you? Do they have to come at you with a knife? Do they have to hit you with a rubber hose? I don't know. But be aware of your local laws before taking any kind of defensive action. Some places, they're allowed to steal whatever they want as long as they don't threaten you directly. Now, that's where I have a big problem because let's think about it. Anything you own is paid for with money. And in order to get that money, you have to work, which means hours Days, weeks, months of your life are put into purchasing these items, getting these items for your family. So they're basically stealing your life's work when they start taking ta- taking things from your house, taking your car, taking burning your house down. They're stealing. They're stealing time from your life. You know. So that's that's a life stealing threat to me. 
The other thing I want to mention right quick is <clears throat> as we open up more and more, and I assume we will continue to, and Georgia is pretty well opened up. Yeah, uh, I think June 1st was like the last restriction. The bars were open. However, the curfew from the rioters shut down the bars again. Yeah. The bars can't get a break. <laughs> but uh, what, I, what I'd like to mention is we got a problem. We got the riots. Don't go alone. Be with somebody. And at some point, figure out, you know, be with Victor. Victor will volunteer to ride with anybody. Yeah. <laughs> hey. I don't need an excuse. To, any excuse to ride a bike. <laughs> In the immortal words of Jester from Top Gun, you never Ever leave your wingman. Leave your wingman. That's right. <laughs> and in the immortal words of who was it that said, "You never go full." R- I won't yes. <laughs> I never go full libtard. Yes. Okay, okay, full libtard. Yes. But you never ever leave your wingman. So if never, you have a wingman, ever. you travel together, That's you stay right. together, you back them up, never they back ever. you up. Never ever leave your wingman. Right on. And Maverick knew better, but he did it anyway. So don't be a Maverick in that situation. That's right. <laughs> don't leave your wingman. That's right. Okay, one more thing. I got a quick one. This happened June 1st. This is yesterday. Oh, yeah, there we go. Yesterday. A man is dead after police say someone fired a shot at law enforcement officers in Louisville, Kentucky, early Monday morning. They say they returned fire after an unknown person shot at them during a clash with police officers and members of the National Guard just after midnight. So this is the thing. You fire upon police officers and National Guardsmen, they are going to return fire. So if you're a peaceful protester and you th- see things getting violent, don't complain when you get shot when you're hanging out with violent protesters. Because if you hear things getting out of hand or you see things, you see people clashing with police officers, turn around, go home if you're a peaceful protester. Don't get caught up in this. Because right we will have more innocent people killed. Apparently a man was shot and killed. When they fire, when they don't even know if it, they don't know if it was him who fired at the officers, but they fired in the direction of the shot when it was fired at them. So if you're standing there, guilt by association, you stand a chance of getting shot. If you're standing next to somebody firing at police officers or national guardsmen, these people do not play around. They are not there to be shot at. If you shoot at them, they will respond in kind, and they will probably be much more likely to have several of them firing back at you instead of just the one shot you're going to take at them. So whoever, if, if, if you know who fired the pot shot at him, well, hopefully they got him, but they ended up killing a man because a shot was fired and they had to return fire into the crowd. Well, let's put it this way. If you fire at National Guardsmen or any, I mean, let's face it, any well-trained person, they're not going to fire one single shot back at you. No. You are <laughs> the going whole to group of them to, is going to return yes, fire. Yes, a whole group is going to return numerous firing at you. Let's put it that way. Yeah, I mean, don't, don't, uh, don't poke the bear. They're not going to pop shot you back. <laughs> they're going to unleash hell on you. You know, right. who was it? Wyatt Earp that said, uh, you tell him I'm coming and, and hell's, hell's coming, coming with me. me. That's <laughs> well, right. Well, that's the way it's going to be. Don't poke the bear. Yeah, don't poke the bear. <laughs> you know, with, that, with all that being said, I, I would like to invite everybody Everybody, protesters, terrorists, and all the rest. Uh, Wait a minute. <laughs> to listen at 11 o'clock on Fridays oh. for Day Rue and they, come to America's Web Radio and meditate. They need it. And they need it. Yeah, but if you know, I tell you what, we kid about this, but if everybody would, myself included, you know, if everybody would take time to meditate. And clear their mind and get their mind in the right spot. Yep. 
There would be less anger and less negativity in the world. Yep, exactly. Always think positively. Absolutely. I am positively going to fire back 20 rounds (laughs) to your one for every round fired at me. Yes. Well, you know, unfortunately, I'm I'm very concerned. It's going to... We haven't put a stop to it, and I think right. it's going to get worse. I think a lot worse. of it slowed down on Monday, though, because some people did have to go back to work on Monday. <laughs> In some areas it did, but, um, yeah. I don't know. Now, I've heard during all the looting and everything, no work boots were stolen during any of the looting. <laughs> no so, our gloves. Boots, our work no gloves. Work, work gloves. No. no applications for jobs were, were stolen during the no looting. Applications. <laughs> Just no applications. No actual know. working tools. <laughs> Those things were actually safe. <laughs> So there's that to consider, too. But like I say, be safe, be careful, be aware of your situation. Look around, pay attention. If you see something that doesn't look right, avoid it or at least keep an eye on it until you can avoid it. Situational awareness is is always important. No matter where you are, be it your own neighborhood, be it uh, when you're shopping or about to shop. Are no matter where you are, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. that's right, and, awesome. Uh, and look, and if you see a cop being targeted out there, be a good citizen. Let them know what's coming. Step up. Help be out. careful, uh, though. Well, be yeah, careful. Be, be vigilant. Be careful. But uh, yeah, yeah, we can't stand by and let this stuff happen. That's right. Or if you see a cop beating somebody who's who's hey, dying, you go over there and say, say hey, "Hey, why don't you?" you yeah. You know, especially yeah. if you're an EMT or a doctor or a yeah. nurse or something, say, let me help him. He looks like he's in distress. Right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Okay. Provide both ways. So see if you can provide help. You know, it's uh, – I was talking to a, another friend today, and and uh, it's going to be a very interesting show this Saturday, the classic car show. We have the president of J.C. Taylor Insurance on. And we'll be talking about uh, Bob Wallace. We'll be talking about uh, his position in all this. And, you know, you have a classic car and they burn down the building. You have a classic car and they get bricks through it. You have right. a, you know, whatever the case might be, we're going to be talking about it uh, with Bob. And it's not Bob. easy to find parts for some of these classic People don't cars. realize, you know, when you burn stuff and insurance has to pay that off, that raises everybody's, everybody's rates. rates. So when you are when you go to the store and you're and – you're, you know your uh, your what do you call it? Higher prices. When your quart of beer costs more money, yeah. it's because the insurance for that truck costs more money. Because yeah. that insurance company had to pay out a ton of money to repair all the damage that was done exactly. during all these riots. And believe it or not, like Bob was telling me today, there are some clauses in your insurance policy that covers the insurance company that says, "Sorry, Charlie, but." Terrorist acts. Yeah, and it's like of my insurance act, act of poli- terrorism. Yes, uh, uh, like my insurance policy. I have one that I pay for, pay extra for terrorism protection. Wow. Oh, good. And uh, you know, yeah. See, a lot of people don't know that. Yeah, and uh, this this whole thing is just beyond beyond. And I'm yep. sorry that we're all having to go through it. And I hope you'll keep listening to America's Web Radio, and we'll be bringing you. More information. We have Sandy that'll be coming on tomorrow. That was a Homeland Security agent and awesome. a special agent. I wonder, and does anyone feel like we skipped the murder hornets completely? Oh yeah, that fell off. We went straight map. from Corona to rioting. We skipped the murder hornets. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, for shame, for shame. What can I say? Okay, we're out of here, folks. Take care. Latest.
You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening.